Welcome to the Essential Geopolitics podcast from Stratfor, a rain company. I'm Emily Donahue. Not long ago, Israel and the United Arab Emirates announced a peace agreement, one that will have major repercussions not just in the Middle East, but around the world. What happens next? Ryan Bowles, Stratfor's Middle East and North Africa analyst, is here to share his insights. Ryan, hello. Hi, Emily. Thanks for having me. Well, this was a geopolitical game changer, right, Ryan? What does this deal mean for Emirati-Israeli relations? Well, in a certain sense, it was a confirmation of things that we've been watching and seeing for many years, where the Israelis and the Emiratis were finding quiet ways to cooperate, quiet ways to trade and carry out covert operations together. So this is them taking a relationship that was in the shadows out into the public eye. Uh, what's important to know is that these two countries have never actually been at war. They don't share any land borders. They're very distant from one another. But the Emiratis had been part of that long-standing isolation campaign to not recognize Israel until there was a Palestinian state. And that's really what's changed here, is that the Emiratis have decided that a Palestinian state is no longer as important to them as all the other benefits they can get from the Israelis. Is this technically a peace treaty? In a certain sense, it's it's more like recognition. Uh, the United Arab Emirates was formed in 1971, and Israel was founded in 1948, and they simply didn't have relations. So uh, by the time the Emirates were established, the big Arab-Israeli wars were mostly over. And at that point, it was more about just not recognizing one another. So peace treaty might not be the way to put it, but it's definitely normalization and recognition. Well, what does that normalization and recognition mean for other countries that don't yet recognize Israel? Well, it establishes a pretty useful precedent for a lot of countries that do want to explore new ties with Israel. Israel is a, it's a tech powerhouse. It, it's a military superpower from a, from a regional standpoint. It has a lot of higher education facilities that a lot of countries would like to access. And so the Emirates being able to stand out and say, we're going to change our policy, we're going to take that risk, allows other countries to see what the both domestic and international backlash is to that normalization. If the UAE doesn't encounter a lot of pushback, either from its own people or from its allies, then other countries are going to be thinking to themselves that maybe they too can explore the same path. So Ryan, what does the deal mean for Palestinians, especially since the deal is supposed to freeze annexation in the West Bank, which was certainly controversial? Well, uh, to a large extent, it leaves the Palestinians out. In spite of the fact that it's supposed to freeze annexation, we already have heard the Israelis say that annexation may still happen in the future. And and the reason for the Israelis pausing or, or even halting annexation seems less to do with what this relationship with the Emiratis is doing and more to do with internal problems for Israel and concern about other international backlash, especially ahead of the U.S. election, where the outcome is not certain. So the Palestinians have had a pretty notable setback. Uh, their strategy for many years, especially in the Palestinian Authority, headed up by uh, President Mahmoud Abbas, has been focusing on a diplomatic uh, pressure campaign against Israel, keeping it isolated and trying to get Israel to trade away land for peace under the old strategies that they had been carrying out for decades, trying to get the Arab peace initiative of around the turn of the century to keep moving, keep it alive. 
uh, this deal sidesteps it and, and makes it so that it's less likely that the Israelis are going to feel the need to compromise by giving up land and turning it over to the Palestinians in the form of a Palestinian state. So for the Palestinians, it, it is a setback and they're going to have to readjust how they might decide to continue uh, their strategy to win recognition from both Israel and the rest of the world. A lot to think about. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Emily. Ryan Bull is Middle East and North Africa analyst for Stratfor, a rain company. You can read more about the UAE-Israel normalization process and Ryan Bull's analysis of what will happen next with a subscription to Stratfor Worldview. Check out the special subscription price for podcast listeners at stratfor.com slash podcast offer. That's all one word, stratfor.com slash podcast offer. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening.